Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Are you one of those people who gets a wrong order, like when you go to the coffee shop, but then you feel bad because you don't want to ask them to remake it because you know they're so busy, or you don't want to get back in line, or, well, this is fine, I'll drink it anyway, that's okay, even if maybe it's full whole milk and you're lactose intolerant and it should have been almond milk or even if it's full calf and you need a decaf because it's after 3 p.m and like me it'll keep you up till two in the morning you know these this has happened to me and I can appreciate the the rationalization that goes through your brain in those moments because other things might play into it like, you know what, I don't have time for them to remake it. I really need to grab my coffee and run and go. Or oh, they do look really busy and, well, if they mess it up the first time, are they going to mess it up a second time? I mean, it's a terrible thought. But, you know, these are probably some of the normal things that run through our head as we try to rationalize not getting what we asked for to begin with. And I was thinking about this in the in kind of the state of the world Uh, that we're in as far as leadership's role in all of these very divisive topics out there today. And and it's the whole range, so I'm not going to even go down pinpointing one. But what I'm starting to see and sense is that people, especially leaders, um, but people in general are so worried about offending people, so concerned with they're going to say the wrong thing that I feel like in the name of empathy, which is a beautiful thing to have as a leader, I feel like we're swinging the pendulum all the way to the other end and it's almost becoming toxic empathy. Now, bear with me because I don't know if this is a real term or I just made this up, but when I think of what could be considered toxic empathy, it's being so empathetic to one's feelings, concerns, thoughts, opinions that you don't have an opinion or a stance yourself, or you don't even try to help somebody maybe see an an alternative viewpoint or another side or, you know, the good old devil's advocate that we, we often used to play quite a bit to help other people see different points of view. And why I'm talking about this today and why it's up top of mind for me is My biggest concern right now with leaders is that we're in this really tough spot of not wanting to seem contrarian and not wanting to seem like jerks or bigots or offensive or something, but so much so that we're literally going to the complete opposite and we're not being what really leaders should be and is the person that creates an inclusive environment for all voices on their teams to be heard, all people to be heard, which means that sometimes some people are going to be passionate about one topic and other people may not feel that way about a specific topic. And you as a human first, leaders, of course, I'm sure you have opinions. Of course, I have lots of opinions. 
and um, very decisive opinions about a lot of things. But I never want my team to ever feel like they don't have the ability to talk to me about any topic. And it doesn't matter what it is. And when I hear stories from some of my friends that their leaders are spending their whole, you know, their whole class, their whole um, team meetings, like bashing a certain, you know, topic that's in the news or feeling so on their soapbox to, you know, rally people for a specific thing. And all the while they are not, they're being so toxically empathetic to one point of view of something. And maybe it is to a lot of people. And maybe it is in their mind, to be fair, like, well, this is a very, I feel like this is hateful. And I feel like if we all need to support this particular group or community or this person or this, you know, um, company policy or whatever it may be. But what they're not doing is they're not reading the room and they're not taking a step back and playing a more middle of the road type of approach. And I mean that in saying not you should be wishy-washy and oh but what about bringing our authentic selves to work every day and we should be allowed to you know be who we are and I'm not saying that at all I am saying that to a point to be honest with you there's a part of me that's like when did it become okay to talk about politics in the work environment when it has zero to do with your job Um, it feels like it's just opened a lot of Pandora's box in recent years but setting that aside I get that the world events out there impact people. We're all humans. I get that our personal lives impact our professional lives and vice versa. You don't you have one life, right? You don't have compartmentalized abilities to say this is who I am in, in nine to five and this is who I am five to nine. It just doesn't exist. We're human beings. Um, and so but when I see this happening is what my concern is either either leaders are getting too fired up in one point of view. And then they're completely ostracizing the rest of their teams because they're not even taking the time to maybe individually connect with people and say, hey, how are you? Are you okay? I know this is a big world event or this is a big thing or a change or whatever that may be. How, how are you feeling? And giving them the chance just to talk first. Like just let them talk first to you. And if you give them individual time, then hopefully, and you let them know, no matter what you say, it's okay. I I care about you. I'm here for you. I respect whatever is going to come out of your mouth. Then that's great. You're listening to learn. Now, where this to me gets toxically empathetic is when you decide no matter what somebody says to you in that moment is okay. And we're going to we're going to allow that to happen. We're going to jump on that bandwagon and we're going to, okay, majority of my team feels this. So now I feel this and we're all in on that. Where I worry is no matter what the topic is, has anybody been in speech and debate team in high school and college? Raise your hand. Okay, so you know that any good debater, anybody should be able to argue both sides of any issue, right? So what I'm saying is as a leader, isn't it part of our jobs to help other people see both sides of every issue, to see an alternative point of view, to see and maybe think like, well, have you thought of this? Even if you 100% in your heart and mind totally disagree with even what you're about to say in terms of like, well, this may not be my opinion, 
but there are people who feel X, Y, and Z, or what about X, Y, and you know, this. So I just feel that as leaders, we have got to, it's not fair to help other people feel good about what they're feeling. And then meanwhile, you're shutting out what other people are feeling. It's also not good for those individuals growth and individual leadership growth and development to completely like let them just run with it and run with their emotions. And so much I think of what's happening today is we are reacting with our emotions. And I'm sure somebody just went, oh, I'm turning this crap off because my emotions are valid. My feelings are valid and it's okay and that's fine and that's great. Yeah, your feelings are valid. I'm not discounting feelings, but what I'm saying is your feelings are often liars and your emotions are not facts. They literally are just that. It's a reaction that you're entitled to have 100%. What you're not entitled to do with that is do anything you freaking want, right? It would be like saying, it's okay that person stabbed that guy in the face in the grocery store because they were really upset and in the heat of the moment, they decided to do that because it's reacting with you know their emotions, not taking a step back and being thoughtful about the decisions they're going to make and leaving the emotions out of the decision. I think we need to feel what we're feeling. We need to recognize that the feelings do say something, but then we need to assess those feelings. We need to take that step back and we need to say, all right, am I reacting because I saw someone else be really upset about this? Am I reacting because I'm seeing something all over the media and, oh yeah, the media never lies, right? Or drums things up or talk about, they play completely on our feelings and our emotions and triggers. Is it, am I reacting because it did trigger something that was something similar for in my background that maybe bothers me or it hit a nerve with me because I am super passionate about that particular topic or subject that all of that's fine. But when you start to open your mouth as a leader of a team, any team, wherever you are, or a teacher in a classroom, uh, a pastor in a church, anything, just recognize that people are listening and people are looking to you to create an environment where they can feel comfortable in voicing their feedback and voicing their opinions and their concerns. So for you to get riled up and emotional about something and take a very specific stance on something, you are going to ostracize other people within your team and organization. Again, I'm not asking you to be something that you're not. I'm asking leaders to really carefully consider how you portray that to the people in your environment. Are you creating a completely inclusive culture of a team where everybody feels like they do truly have a voice, no matter what that voice is? Now, again, I am not saying if you have someone that says something hateful and something awful and something demeaning about a coworker, then you manage that. You manage that and you say, hey, that's not cool. I don't care if that opinion is wrong in your opinion, you know, of what that person thinks or feel or you guys have difference of opinions. I don't care. That's not right. We can be professional and still disagree on things. But you need to call people on the carpet about that stuff. And again, it's like it can't come across as I'm afraid to because I need to be empathetic because they're upset and they're frustrated and they're feeling, you know, over overwhelmed. And, and again, all valid feelings, but not okay for them to take specific actions against team members, to take specific actions against, um, you know, whatever environment it is that you work in. It's not okay. 
Just like it's not okay when you get so upset about something to go and burn someone else's business down. It's not okay when I am so angry and mad that I'm going to start going and, you know, vandalizing or throwing things. Those are not healthy ways to express yourself. Even a psychologist and therapist will tell you that. There are healthy ways to get those emotions out. Go exercise, pray, meditate, scream in your pillow. Do, there's a hundred different things to do that. Get the emotions out and then come back and consider things from a rational point of view. All right, well, let's get into some sips. First sip. With anything, you've got to sit with the sitch for yourself first. This means whatever the situation is, whatever the topic is, the event, anything, before you start talking to people, leaders, Go sit with the sitch first. Go dial down. Go go research. Don't just react to something you see posted on social media or, well, my brother posted this and he's usually right. So rah, 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 you know. This is how we get people going all crazy on social media, frankly. Go research. Go dig in. Go sit with it. Go think. Go ponder. Go pray. Go meditate. Go anything. But get yourself into a place where you feel like you have a pretty good grasp on the situation overall. And again, it doesn't mean you're right necessarily. And get your feelings in check. Get your emotions in check. Go vent to a confidant. Go vent to um, your spouse or partner or somebody who is outside of maybe your team would be the best thing is go find that outlet where you can really, you know, work through all those emotions before opening up your heart to your team. All right, sip number two, listen to learn with care and compassion. So I am a huge believer in vulnerability and empathy as a leader, and that we need to listen, we need to first listen and hear people out. And again, depending on the topic, especially if it might be feeling like something that could be controversial. And and again, maybe in your feelings, oh, this shouldn't be controversial. We should all agree with this because if you don't, you're stupid. Well, that right there is not inclusive. That right there is a toxic thought. So don't take it for granted that everybody might be feeling a different way about a situation, even if there's massive agreement about a topic and everyone agrees on the topic, they might be impacted differently from what's happening in the world around them. So more often than not, I would say have an individual conversation with people to let them be fully themselves with you and just talk it through it. Listen with care, with empathy. But again, sip number three, it's so important to exercise constructive courage And what I mean by this is to get rid of toxic empathy, you listen with care, compassion, and empathy. Listen, hear them out, and then let's get some constructive courage. Help them process through how best to move forward from here. What is the best way to handle this? What is maybe some other things to consider and think about? Give them resources, you know, hey, I, you know, empathize, I get it. Um, Here's some resources. Here's some tools. Here's some things that, you know, here's someone to go talk to. I don't know, whatever your company offers, whatever your your teacher's union, your, you know, whatever pastoral type of advice you have, you know, any, whatever those things are, 
um, offer that to them. But more importantly, offer your heart, your ear, but also don't let them wallow in whatever that is. Help be solution oriented and try to come up with ways that they can, you know, what's in their control. What is in your control about this? What is not in your control about this situation? And really as a leader, help them define those of what they can do. And help them also to determine how do we best move a path forward? And what do you need in order to move forward through the situation um, from a work perspective, from a personal perspective, everything? I think it's just so critical that we don't let people continue to fester, continue to to fuel each other and gaslight each other. It's not healthy. This doesn't breed team environments. This also doesn't breed more understanding. It doesn't create an inclusive environment. So as leaders, we have to be the ones to be, be those that constructive voice, that courageous voice, the, the leader that anybody, no matter what they think and feel about different sides of any topic and situation, feel comfortable to come to you and say, I feel this way about X, Y, and Z. And when you as a leader are getting people that do feel that way and feel completely differently about something, that says a lot. That says a lot. So use your courage. Use your constructive feedback. Be part of that solution. And if somebody doesn't make your order right, it's okay to speak up. It doesn't mean you think they're a bad person. It doesn't mean you think they maliciously made your order wrong. It just means, hey, this is what I asked for and I, and I paid for and I didn't get it. So it's all right to speak up. And that to me is something we all need to sip a little bit more on. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.